Namaste. So in this series of poems of Sri Aurobindo, uh, we have just taken up a couple of poems on death. So there is another very uh, sweet, beautiful poem on death and it is titled very appropriately for the times that we live in <laughs> or man lives in, the fear of death. <laughs> so what is there to fear about death? People are so much afraid. Well, the fear of death was needed to goad humanity to surpass himself. Because we are harassed all the time with the short lifespan, there is an urge for progress. Imagine if people knew that there is all eternity before them, or they knew they are not going to die, then life would become so miserable. First of all, for generations after generations, because the big man will rule. Even if he is 200, like Bhishpitama, he will say, my word is ultimate. Dhritarashtra. So it's a very terrible situation to be in. Or else what will happen is that you have all eternity so you don't progress. So death comes in to accelerate the progress. But it is not necessary. That's what the mother and Shubindu tell us. Suffering is not needed. It's not part of God's original plan. We can make conscious progress. And if we make conscious progress, then we don't need to go through these things. Even after shedding of the body, we'll remain conscious. So, why are we afraid of death? We are afraid of death because we cling to our outer personality. This body which we have, you know, with all kinds of tail full <laughs> We have preserved, tried to preserve it with all means. Oh, that will go. This is not me. But if we are identified with the body, we will be unhappy. Or if we are identified with the outer personality. You know, I have seen people who when they walk, they are looking left and right, who all are greeting them. They are used to be on Huh? Namaste. Okay, very nice. <laughs> and it's so funny. But there are people like that. Who even till death they are carrying the illusion of an outer personality. A yogi should get rid of it. One of the first things that you get rid of is the illusion of a personality. You know who I am? You dare talk to me like that? So that will go away. So people are very afraid. The more you are greater the position, the more you are afraid. That you know you will snatch away. Even if you have not given. That's why it is said that the all the grand old ladies, they should give the key of the house to the daughter-in-law in time and the grand old men should give the money to the whatever son-in-law or son in time. Don't create a situation where they are waiting ki kab jayenge. It is ridiculous. Why are you holding on to something? You can't hold it forever. That's why in India there was the system of vanaprastha. Grast is over. Now vanaprastha. Vanaprastha is not actually looking for a forest. There may be none. But go around. Explore life. If you can't go around, inwardly explore life. New dimensions, new things. When children are, leave them to their own, you know, ways. They have to now learn, grow. They also have to, you know, they are in the Grahastha Ashram. They have to grow and develop. So, fear of death is because we are extremely attached to the outer personality and to this little body. But there is a truth of death which Shuravidha puts in very sweet way. It's extremely sweet, this poem. I wonder how can somebody write on fear of death and on a topic like this and on death itself and write it sweetly. 
Now Shirobindo can do it. This is the master of masters. I haven't read anything like this. So much I have read on death even while writing the book and otherwise literature. Death is always portrayed as something very frightening, isn't it? This this Yamaraj, I don't know why they have at least, you know, give him a nice shape. Always with a gada and a, you know, nose and even Yamadut and coming on a bhesa, give him a nice at least. Now, you know, we are past the age of bhesas. Buffalo, at least let him come in a car. <laughs> Nothing doing. Imagine, you know, only thing that, that looks like a good guy is a crown on the top of his head. So at least, you know, he is one of the gods. If he is, and then they will show the horns. Why you want to make him so horrible a creature? He will get so annoyed and he will say, okay, you believe I am so horrible, I am going to play, play horrible, horrible. You know, that, <laughs> that's why they say, it's like negative role playing. You tell him. That's why in Indian conception, he was not only Yamaraj, he was also Dharmaraj. That's what Savitri does. What does she does to death? Not just in a, in a semi-lighter vein. What does she does to death? She reminds, you know, you are playing a wrong game. You know who you are? Who am I? I am the destroyer. I am this, that. No, no, you are Dharmaraja. That's how she hooks him. That you are asking me to do something which is Adharma. He said, what do you mean? You want me to have progeny and you will take away my husband. How can that be dharma? So death suddenly remembers that he is dharma raja. He says, oh yes, how can I do it? So in Savitri's original story, it's the transformation of death from yama raja. Yama is the restrainer. I won't let you go beyond this point to dharma raja. The ordainer of the right law of being. That's why there are stories where Yama spared some people like that, you know, because he is Dharma Raja. So we can either look him look at him as something very terrible. Of course, in Savitri we see death is portrayed as the falsehood, but even there falsehood is its origin. Shurabindu converts him to truth. Whole journey of Savitri, if she had to snatch Satyavan, death couldn't have stayed even a moment. But she slowly reveals herself till a point comes and death says, show me your form if you are the world mother so that I too can worship you. And death, then she transforms. So now here is death in its origin. Death is a feminine. She is called Mrityu. So we see here something very interesting. So how did Mrityu become death, the terrible? It's because human consciousness is added to it. So the story goes that when the first man died, he became death. Why? Because he knew about the underworld. So he became, uh, you know, Yamaraja to carry people. But the, the process, that is Mrityu, it is given to Mrityu. So we have something very interesting. Because here Shivinda uses the death in feminine gender. The fear of death. Death wanders through our lives at will. Sweet death is busy with each intake of her breath. Why do you fear her? Busy guy, busiest fellow, each breath is, it says, ah, you are coming to me, you are coming to me, each breath. Each breath of life is a breath of death. <laughs> Ever thought about it? Shubhinda, at one point, some of her, his expressions are Par ex, I mean, par beyond whatever any mystic has used. At one place, he uses for the body the breath fastened house. What is that tar which is fastening the body? It is breath. 
So it is that which is fastening, keeps the house in place. The moment it goes, the house tends to disintegrate. So why do you fear her? Lo, her laughing face, all rosy with the light of jocund grace, light-hearted, she comes. What does she do? She says, Chalo ge? Kaha? See, jokand kare. So she will say, she will say, she will say, I'll take you to realms you have never seen. Achha, wo gana ta na, jannat ki sair, chand ki sair, hao tumhe chand pa le jai. Achha, you will take me? Yes, I will take you. Really? Yes. Ticket kitna paisa lagaya? Kuch nahi. What do you mean? No, no, just leave your ego here. That's all. The money is in negative. What is the negative? Leave this. Rest I will do. So you go holding her hand. So that's why he's saying, comes laughing with jocund grace. Look at this. So what is she doing? All rosy with the light of jocund grace. A kind and lovely maiden culling flowers. <laughs> She's a maiden. And we are the flowers. Now imagine if the flower recognizes a lovely maiden. Will it resist? It will say, pluck me. It's okay. It will trust. No? But you portray him like a singwala bhaisa. So, you know, you are afraid. So, culling flowers. In a sweet garden, fresh with vernal showers. This is the thing you fear? Young portrait bright, who opens to our souls the worlds of light. How does she open the worlds of light? All that we read in Savitri, subtle physical, the vital worlds, of course there are little bit dark worlds also. But you know when you go to that Chennai, you have that uh, water sport, what is it called? So there they have also made, I don't know why they had to make, make it, but it's a symbol of the cosmos. They also have a horror something. So if you want to enter. Rest of it is very nice, water sport, this, that. But they also have a horror so similarly we have, you know, she also has a little, sometimes she may ask you, want to see that dark little corner? If you are interested, then she will take you to that and it will be very horrifying. But otherwise she takes you through subtle physical, through, you know, nice vital worlds. And if you have done good deeds, why should you worry? Good deeds means you have not been selfish guy, clinging to desires, greed, lusts, anger, fear, because then she has to obey that law. She has to say, look, you know, I, I, I will take you to beautiful places, but first, let's get purse, clean yourself. I don't want to take you with this dirt. So she will take us to what is called in Christianity as purgatory. So she will tell us, she's a beautiful maiden. So she'll say, take a bath. So, you know, we are carrying all anger and fear and lust. So she'll say, take a bath. So you take a bath. Then she'll say, now you're ready. So purgatory or what is called as hell, and dark domains. So what is there? They snatch away all this because they are tuned to that. They can never snatch away light. So that's why always you will see first through the purgatory. Purgatory is a waiting spot for paradise. So all this is snatched. Then she says, come now to the paradise. So something very similar here. This is the thing you fear. Young, portress, bright. She is willing to carry us. So she is a portress who opens to our souls the worlds of light. Is it because the twisted stem must feel pain when the tenderest hands its glory steal? 
So she comes and holds our hand and says, Chalo, now you want to go, but you are also holding on to leaving this house, my this, that attached. She says, come. So now if it's a Yamraj, you can't go. You don't feel like going. But it's, a, it's, it's that maiden, beautiful and bright, who will open the worlds of light. Then after some time, say, okay, let's go. So it is like that. Look, he has reversed the whole thing and so beautifully. So he says, Ki, because sometimes he snatches you. Because she is very fond. She wants to take you to the worlds of light. So sometimes she does it forcibly and you feel ki it's like the somebody plucking the flower. So the pain that the flower feels. But imagine if the flower knew that I am going to be offered to the divine. Would the flower feel offended? It will say, oh, that's my highest destiny. The ordinary destiny of flower is to bloom and then wither away. But enrich the soil in the withering. The special destiny of the flower, the next level of destiny is to be picked up and either put in the juda or on a dead person's wreath. Not a very pleasant thing. But the highest destiny is when it is plucked and offered at the feet of the divine. In which case it must be fresh, fresh with vernal flowers. So he's saying that it is it because the twisted stem must feel pain when the tenderest hands its glory steal? It's a very, very profound poem at every level. Is it because the flowerless stalk droops dull and ghastly now that was so beautiful? Suddenly because there is a loss and that stalk will look uh, strained because the it has been uh, you know, plucked away. But what he reminds us in another poem is to weep because a glorious sun has set which the next morning shall gild up again. So when you pluck one flower Two more will bloom. They are already in the waiting. But for a moment it will look like drooping. Or is it the opening portal's horrid jar that shakes you feeble souls of courage bear? So she says, come. Jannat. Jannat ke share karne. Okay, come. Let's go to Jannat. Heaven. And then there is a door. Very horrifying door. She tries to open it. Now you say, this is the door to Jannat. Yes, this is the door. My God, are you sure? I want to be back here. This, my Jannat is okay. No, no, come. And then she has that door is very horrifying. Because the moment you pass away, you cannot come back and look at you know the world behind. So it is horrid door. But at the same time, it is the door through which we pass into a greater life. So this is the way to look at it. The horrid door, is that why you are afraid? Suddenly there is this body remains here and you know it has to be burnt or buried and there is another journey which starts. Horrid door. Feeble souls of courage bear. So feeble souls are very afraid of that. But if you are strong, then you taste it like a strengthening wine. As they say, the Kshatriya. He doesn't feel happy if he has to die a normal ordinary death. He says, I want to die on the battlefield. That's my glory. Or I want to fall with a, you know, while engaged in the work divine or in glorifying, doing some glorious work. And then these last two lines, my favorite ones. Death is but changing of our robes to wait in wedding garments at the eternal's gate. Mrityu hai paridhan badal karna pratiksha vadhu vastra mein chir premi ka 
Shashwat Varga. So this, how can we meet the divine in this house of flesh, full of this mass matcha? Mother says, yes, you will. One day, because this has to change. She is trying a different process. But otherwise, when you want to meet your divine beloved, if he comes too close, this will vanish. See, this was the problem of uh, uh, Surya himself. That's how death was born, incidentally. Because once his wife wants to go away, Sangyana, Sangya, it's a, very, it's a very illustrative story. And she says, you know, keep my... Uh, she says, I want to go because his tap is so much. He says, okay, his tap is so much, so what to do? So she conspires with her sister Chaya. And says, you please be for some time with uh, my husband, Surya. And then through Chaya, they get a child. And that child is Yama. Because Chaya can endure, it covers herself. She doesn't... She cannot stand exposed to the full light. So all this inconscient needed. This is a whole story. I am not going into this. I have spoken about this story several times. But essentially it means that basically in this dress apparel, it is difficult to meet the million bodied one. Once when one of the disciples walked into the ocean and took Jal Samadhi. So a lot of people thought that this is a suicide. Mother said, no, I saw him. He was in such an intensity of aspiration that I want to meet the divine in the body. Very difficult to meet in the body. It's actually impossible. Mother Shurabindu are exceptions who come like that. So very difficult unless you go into trance where you withdraw far away from the body. And if you remain in that state, you, the body will melt away. So it's very difficult until the body is transformed. So that's why the whole yoga. So what do we do? It's like taking a bath. We have to meet our divine beloved. So we can't just meet just like that. So what do we do? After death, we discard this body and then we take a nice bath. So we discard, shed all this greed, lust, anger. Not that the divine won't meet us in that. But imagine, you know, meeting our ultimate Sashwat Chir Premi and going in all this Gandamanda Kapada. So, you know, we discard it and then nice perfume of faith we put. We put on a new dress, shining, luminous dress, which is given to us when we are going to meet. You know, when you are going to meet Prime Minister, you walk just like a uh, poor man. So, what they will do? Wait, sir, please. So, what? We have got a new set of dress. At least wear some nice clean dress and go inside. Even if you don't have, they will ensure that you wear a nice new dress when you meet. Because the garima of the one you are going to meet. So then you change the dress and put on the wedding garments. And then you stand at the eternal skates. So I will read this again, this beautiful poem. The fear of death. Death wanders through our lives at will. Sweet death is busy with each intake of her breath. Why do you fear her? Lo, her laughing face, all rosy with the light of jocund grace. A kind and lovely maiden culling flowers in a sweet garden fresh with vernal showers. This is the thing you fear? Young portress bright who opens to our souls the worlds of light. Shobindo's prayer, O death, take me from mansion to mansion. Because without that we cannot enter. We are tied to the body. 
So death takes us from mansion to mansion of the Lord. It shows us the huge palace which we don't know. Is it? Is it because the twisted stem must feel pain when the tenderest hands its glory steal? Is it because the flawless stalk droops dull and ghastly now that was so beautiful, that body which looked so beautiful, suddenly it droops because the soul has been taken away? Is it that why you feel so bad? Or the pain that the stem feels, the body feels when it is being plucked? So both, is it that that why you are feeling? But the flower is going somewhere else. Where is the flower going? That he reminds us. Or is it the opening portal's horrid jar that shakes you feeble souls of courage bare? And he reminds us, death is but a changing of our robes to wait in wedding garments at the eternal's gate. So, it's not a cause for, nothing is a cause for sorrow. Ego brings sorrow and suffering. That's why mother said at one place, which we can stop, she says, there's so much resistance. People all the time complain, complain, grumble. And then he says, somebody writes to me a letter full of ego and says he wants to die. So then she laughs and says, I tell him, die then, but die to your ego. Die then, but die to your ego. Namaste.